This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Eddie. I gotcha. He says thumbs up. We say go. Al, hello. Oh, hi there, Jerry. I was listening to an interesting podcast on my way into work this morning. It's a fellow named Theo Vaughn. He's a comedian. He does a podcast, which I enjoy. I'm going to say he's probably my favorite podcaster. He does like a mix of things. He has celebrities on. He does solo podcasts. And then sometimes he has people on that just have like regular jobs, but are interesting jobs. So that's what the one I was listening to this morning. And I did think of you, Jerry. So on this podcast, he had a, a coroner, Ooh. which is the people who go and uh, pick up bodies yeah, yeah. of the deceased. Yep. Uh, any person who dies has to go to the coroner. Mm-hmm. And then uh, if they don't suspect foul play, it's a it's a pretty simple process. But if they suspect foul p- play, you know, you got to investigate. You got to investigate and that sort of thing. So the coroner was on and they got to talking about things and brought up a really interesting point this the coroner did. Now, this is a guy who's got over 20 years' experience yep. in this. And he said something that was quite disturbing. And that was that if you die in your home, let's say you're, you just die of old age or sure. you have a heart attack and you're alone in your house and, yep. you, and you die in your home, that after a couple of hours, your cats will begin to eat you. That's what this guy said. Okay. Like, he says he had gone many times to where he found that the I'm not cats sure what I'm supposed to say. were eating the head of their owners. And that dogs will do it only if it goes on for days and they're starving. Right. And that mostly little dogs will do it. So he did say two things that made me think of you. Hey, great. You have two cats. I do. So I did think, well, if Jerry passes away in his house and no one else is home for a couple hours, his cats will start eating him. Okay. But he also said a dog that will not eat you, even when starving, golden retriever. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. For real. This is what was said. (laughs) It's so bizarre. It would only be more bizarre if he said a greyhound. Right. (laughs) No, I think my greyhound... yeah, she could go a couple of days without eating. She does sometimes. She sometimes just doesn't eat. Right. But that's all right. There you go. There's another check in the box for the, uh, for what a kind of dog? For the, uh, golden, the golden retriever. retriever. Right. There that, you go. That uh, if you die in the house while your cats. Now, I don't know if your dog, if a golden retriever would fight off the cats from eating you. First of all, my cats wouldn't. Well, it's, he said even the most loving cats they would not. who love their owner will eat not. their owner. They will not. Which is and crazy. I think the golden retriever would protect. 
I think so too. I do. I think golden retrievers are. I think they would lay right down next to you. Yeah. And they would defend you. Yes. I do think that. I think most dogs. Now he said this guy said it's mostly small dogs who will eat you. Like, like a Yorkie? Yeah, a Yorkie. A uh, little poodle? Yeah, those hot dog type yeah, dogs. Yeah, sure, sure. Do- Dotsons or Dotsons, okay. whatever you call them. Dotsons. I, uh, I forget how you pronounce it. My sister always has one. That one will, will eat you as well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, not a, not the larger dogs won't do it. Okay. Well, good to know. Yeah. Not sure what I'm going to do with that information. But... What a weird job that is, right? Well, so, you know, I Corner. watch NCIS a lot. I'm, I'm, in, I'm into season 19. What? Yeah. I've got through. That thing's not, been on 19 seasons? Well, I think tw- I think the season coming up in the fall, if there is a season, because I don't know what's going on with the writer's strike, yeah. would be season 21 or 22, I think. Wow. I checked that for you. Now, they but, do multiple seasons a year, though, right? So it's not like it's been on for 22 years, or has it been no, on No, it's 24 22? seasons. It starts in the fall and it's in the spring. Oh, wow. It's not like Survivor where they do a, a fall yeah, season that's and a, a spring season. Right, because I got thrown off by Survivor the one time where they're like, Survivor 48. I'm like, right. 48? Correct. Where they do multiple ones. has had, yeah, so this would be their 21st season. And I know they were picked up for it, so it was expected. So we got to wait it out, the writer's strike. We'll have to wait it out. So 20 seasons, I'm into season, I just started season 19, I believe. Or maybe I'm at the end of 18, I forget. Yeah. But I'm I'm a long way through now just watching an episode here, an episode there on the plane. I'll watch four or five of them. Uh, And I started again, I started in season six. So kind of fake because I didn't. Watch the other, whatever. Why did you start in season six? Um, because I started watching, I started watching it when Matthew was in season six. He started oh, okay. with season one. Season six, I just found myself sitting down watching TV with him from time to time, and I remember going on a Rutgers trip, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to download season. He had moved to like season twelve at that point, and I remember saying he needed something. I'm like. I watched the first four episodes, and I liked it. I'm like, I'm going to start on episode five, season six, just to pick up where I was. Yeah. And I've just kept going from there. Um, I've since gone back and watched season one. I still got to get to two, three, four, and five at some point. But whatever. And I've seen some of them. Long story short. In that, there's obviously always investigating murders. And they show you the, uh, not so much, the, the medical examiners. I can't talk about a weird, the coroner, the medical examiner, cutting people open, looking at, all the organs and then putting them back and sewing them up. and Oh, my God. Yeah, I think the medical examiner, that's the one who does the uh, autopsy. Yeah, yeah. Anytime I see it portrayed on a show or a movie, they're always by themselves. Yeah, creepy. They don't have an assistant. And talking to the dead people in this show. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's how they pass the time. Yeah. They do. In this show, they, they there usually is an assistant. Oh, okay. Right now where I'm at, there's not. But, yes. I would think you'd have to have an assistant. You wouldn't you just would be think. in there. Otherwise, you could do what you want with the body. What's weird is how they get used to the smell of death, which is supposedly like the the most... Or just get used to death. Gross smell ever. Yeah, I mean, you got to get used to uh, the idea of death, seeing death, seeing and bodies in in terrible uh, conditions. Think about when they cut cut you open, What's what it smells like. Yeah. Like you're saying. It's a hard job. Uh, yeah, but like this guy was saying, oh no, you'll get you get used to if you do it for a number of years, you get used to. The yeah, smell. well, how about those what? number of years where you're getting used to it? <laughs> oh yeah. my god! I mean, I talk about you know doing news for a living and being depressed. How could you not be depressed doing that all day? Oh my gosh, that's hard. Ugh. Yeah, no either being the coroner or the medical examiner who's trying to determine what killed somebody. I wonder if that guy. You ever watch Dirty Jobs, Mike Rowe? Yeah. 
I wonder if he's ever gone to a medical examiner. I bet he has. But then again, maybe not, though. It's not the type of thing you can bring cameras in. That's true. There's got to be privacy laws. Yeah, right, because it's a, a human being. That's yeah. Your... But you're right. The coroner who has to go to horrible crash scenes or murder sites or whatever, it's got to just be, I mean, depressing is the only word I can come up with. They're also then companies. So, like, let's say there's, like, a terrible murder, and the coroner has to go there to, to get all the clues and, and all that stuff. But then there's another company that cleans up these messes. messes. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing an ad years and years ago when I was struggling in radio. I remember seeing an ad for a company that cleans up things like... like Did you get the job or no? <laughs> I could never have applied for that. But like that was somebody does that for a living. Yeah. In fact, I think the guy who was best known for hoarders... When it first got popular, there was a guy, Matt was his name. Okay. If you saw him, you would know him. He, we had him in here many years ago as a guest when uh, Hoarders was huge. And he started out working for a company that cleaned up murders and and death scenes. And so he ended up in a Hoarders house? Is that how he started it? I'm not sure. I guess then he, he went out on his own about cleaning things up, and then yeah. he started cleaning up people's homes. That were hoarders. Hmm. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, plus, like, the human body is very weird, I think, when it Dies. decomposes. Yeah. Why do you think we smell so bad when we die? Because we're rotting. But why are we rotting? Because everything stops working. Leave a piece of ham out overnight. Yeah. It's not going to smell good, I don't think, if it's not refrigerated. I still don't understand how smells don't... Uh, infect us with things i guess it's just a scent it's not a germ i don't know and, and then we got a guy like fliegelman here who has no sense of smell at all oh he doesn't no none i see i didn't know that either when he told us that a few months ago i didn't maybe you were out that he day. doesn't smell anything he nope has never his entire life he's got zero sense of smell weird right that is very weird but to him it's not because he doesn't know right he doesn't know any better right he doesn't know the smell of a pizza, Jerry, cooking no, in the oven. That's right. He doesn't. The smell of gasoline when you're pulling. Oh, man. Oh, beautiful. I do love that smell. Except when you work there. that go, It starts to become annoying. The smell of a match when you blow it out. Yeah, I don't like that. No? No, I don't like that. That's not, no. That's not for you? No. Gasoline, you're for? Yeah, for sure. Hmm. A lot of people used to like in school when you would get dittos. The dittos? Yeah, did you ever call them dittos? Like a worksheet? Yeah, but they were only, they were, it was white paper and purple printing. No. You never had those? No. They must have uh, gone out of style when, when you were getting to that age. I must have been the last age, of the you're dittos. Only four years older than I know, me. I'm saying I must have been the last of the dittos. You think people. you were the last of the dittos? I think I might be the last <laughs> of the dittos. It was a purple print okay. on white paper. But it had a very distinct smell. Yeah, no. Especially if it was fresh off the ditto press. <laughs> yeah. What about whiteout? People used to get high off that, right? I think so, yeah. That was a good smell, though. I didn't like whiteout. Really? Yeah. Well, I liked whiteout. Did not like whiteout. Okay. There's still certain smells now, like, I don't like, uh, I just, I, especially with food. I think if, if your food smells, it you shouldn't be consuming it. Because I think that's nature's way of saying, don't eat Don't eat this. Eat this. Right? You're probably right. Yeah. Like, I love scrambled eggs. Are you a scrambled egg guy, Jerry? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But 
when I smell a hard-boiled egg, that smells like farts. And I'm like, why? We shouldn't be eating this. So thing. you don't like the smell of ass. Correct. Thank you, Jerry. That is correct. Okay. But I think like CeeLo sometimes has like hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, I think. See, I don't feel like they all smell like that. Like they're cooked properly and then refrigerated immediately. That first day, I don't think they smell like anything. I think it's when they're a couple of days old. Oh. And that's probably, you know, that's probably to your point. Don't go near it then. Because at that point, it might be spoiling a little bit. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, my neighbor up the street, when I walk my dog near him, he likes to give her cheese. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the one day he was out of cheese, and but he, she goes up there expecting something. Like she goes to see him to like get something. He's like, "All I got is hard boiled eggs." I go, "I don't know. If she's gonna eat that." He put one down. She ate it right oh. up. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "Perfect." When I can't get her to eat. Yeah. So I made hard boiled eggs, even though I don't like the smell of them. Not interested. Are you a mayonnaise guy? No. Did you see the story with Will Levis, the Titans quarterback? No. So he puts mayonnaise. And you know how butter in the coffee is a thing with keto? Oh, yeah. He puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Ugh. And somehow it got back to Hellman's to where they gave him a lifetime contract, all the Hellman's he wants, because he very innocently posted it. And it went, I don't know if it went viral, but uh, it caught. And Hellman's got in touch with his reps and gave him a lifetime supply of Hellman's. So now he's he loves mayonnaise. So now he's like he said, I'm excited to <laughs> to share with the world yeah. the different ways to eat mayonnaise. It is weird when we have different food tastes and we all something do. like mayonnaise it would actually make me gag. Well, like, you look like you're gonna gag just yeah. thinking about it. And like and, and then other times you'll see people order a sandwich and just like extra yeah. mayo. It's funny, oh. I don't actually like mayonnaise except on two things. I like it in tuna. Makes sense. Right. You see tuna fish all the time made in the delis. I love And that's that. just the tuna fish and mayonnaise or something else? I like there. it with, well, I also like it with oregano and celery. That's how I like the tuna made. But the gooeyness it's comes mayonnaise. from mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, yeah. And I like it uh, on a turkey sandwich. Toasted? No. No, it's a regular turkey sandwich. That's it. Other than that, I don't take it or leave it. But I do enjoy it on those two things, and only a turkey sandwich. Don't put it, uh, you put it on ham and cheese, I'm going to throw up. Like, that makes me sick. That's mustard. I can't eat the mayonnaise on anything but turkey yeah. or in tuna fish. That's it. And what is Miracle Whip? Is that the same Fake thing? Fake mayonnaise. Fake mayonnaise. Yes. Really healthy stuff. <laughs> I wonder what's in it. I'm going to. I'm going to Google. A lot of chemicals. I'm going to Google. Because the regular mayonnaise these days, once you look at it, you see there's a lot of extra things in there. that yeah, then, A lot of extra things in everything. Yeah, that need to be in there. So I can't imagine what's going on with Miracle Even Whip. so, like, oh, it's funny you say that. So I was at Dearborn the other day, and I was grabbing um, I was grabbing my peanut butter that's got the oil on top and everything. And I, I do like that. And I've been having celery with that every day when I go home. Do you uh, put it? Do you dip the celery into the peanut butter, or do you take a knife and put the peanut butter on the celery? Well, I put the I take my tablespoon and I put that in a little tiny little cup. Oh, okay, and then I dip from there oh, basically. Okay. But so I had the I had that peanut butter, you know, with the oil on the top and whatever. And as I was getting up to the line, there was this uh, little display of Skippy peanut butter with the big sign, no st- natural Skippy peanut butter. Yeah. No stirring needed. I'm like, yeah. you know what? Let me take a look. So I grabbed it. 
And I did look at the ingredients, and it says, you know, peanuts, and then something else, and then sugar. I'm like, the other one is just peanuts. Correct. That's all it is. Maybe like, salt. But they, but they make it seem like it's such a better option right. because you don't have to stir it, but you don't have to stir it because you're putting crap in it. Yeah, what they're doing is, Eddie always laughs at me about seed oils, but that's what's in there. In the Skippy peanut butter? In any of the peanut butters. And you'll notice even on the on the um, container, it says peanut butter spread. It doesn't oh, is that say, true? The other one just says peanut butter. Really? Yeah, because they can't legally call it peanut butter, I believe. Because it's a... It's got peanut. Yeah, there's so many other more ingredients in it. It doesn't make any sense. Well, that's a, and that's like Land Lakes with the cheese. Yeah. It's called cheese product. Cheese product, right. It's actually not cheese. Like, we actually have, we haven't had land, we haven't had American cheese now in probably since February. I got Kim into cheddar cheese. No more fake cheese. She said, what do you mean it's fake? And I showed it to her. She was blown away. And the cheddar cheese is just a... Uh... We just get Boar's Head, uh, Wisconsin cheddar, whatever. Cheddar. And I'm not saying that's great, but it's better than the other stuff. And I feel like, you know what, if my sons are eating all this cheese, might as well have some cheddar. We don't need cheese product. Cheese product, right. Whatever that is. Peanut butter product, cheese product, Miracle Whip is mayonnaise product. How long do you think it takes to clean out your body? That's a good question. So, like, I'm 49, you're 53. For years and years, we grew up on TV dinners. Yep. And processed foods and all sorts of crap. And I still eat tons of crap, a lot less than I used to. But you go to a whole diet, whole food diet. How long does it take for your body to repair itself? It's a great question. I've been thinking of that myself. Because it's funny, I even thought of it today when Gio was bringing up that he's going to Princeton Longevity Center. Yeah. And he's like, I'm, I can't have anything wrong with me. He goes, uh, I've, I've been, uh, I lost weight, you know, a year ago or however long ago. He goes, he goes uh, I'm good. I'm eating good. But decades of damage. Right. That's what I, that's what I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, but then you hear other things like the body is so resilient that it can snap back and adapt to different things. Yeah. I don't know. As long as something didn't cause permanent damage along the way. It can repair itself. Yeah, like I always go back to that whole smoking thing in school where they said, don't smoke cigarettes. Here's a healthy lung. It was pink. Here's a smoker's lung. It was black. And they go, if you quit, here's what your your lung could look like. And it was pink again. Mm. So it cleans itself out. It cleaned itself out. But at what point? Can you smoke for 50 years and then be like, nah. I'm going to quit smoking. I'll have pink lungs in a couple weeks. If you don't develop emphysema or some chronic condition, I guess you probably could. I mean, there are people that smoke into their 80s. Yeah. And doesn't affect. I mean, again, same type of thing I was talking about the other day, how some people can smoke until they die. Yeah. And other people in 10 years develop horrible lung cancer. Everybody's body's different. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Why can't bodies be consistent and say, if you eat this much sugar, this happens to you. If you smoke this many cigarettes, this happens to you. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. And then there was another one of those conflicting uh, videos I watched. Um, was it yesterday? No, it was Monday night. Um, one, and it just caught my eye because it was this diet, this anti-inflammatory diet, the best diet you can have. And I mean, you look at what they're eating; it makes sense. It's fish, and it's you know, it's chicken, and it was um, um, leafy greens. I know you don't like them, but leafy greens, no tomatoes. It was cucumber, all the all the good stuff, and it was you can have your tangerines and make you all you know the fruit great berries. The very next one, right next to it, don't eat fruit, too much sugar, right? 
Like, night side by side. Yeah. It's bizarre. I know. You, it's uh, bizarre. You got to just think what makes most sense to you. I agree. I right? agree. Yes. And I, I told you long ago, any diet that tells me I can't have a banana, F off. I'm with you. I'm, I, I'm, fruit is fine. Correct. I'm, I'm never going there. Fruit, vegetables, meat, chicken, yeah. fish. Yes. Makes sense. Makes the all others, the sense. Though. I wish I liked fish. I wish I liked fish. No fish whatsoever, it's huh? Killing. I like shrimp, but that's about it. Shrimps. And I did have a very good piece of blackened salmon. At I think that was at Danny's in Red Bank. And it's like the first time, because I, I never want to get it out. Yeah, why did you, how did you decide to get it if you don't normally like it? That's a risky move, I'll Jay. tell you why. Because we were out with friends, and I knew it wasn't going to be dinner, and we were leaving. These are the type that if we were having a good time, we were going to the bar. So I figured, you know what, if this meal stinks, when we go to the bar, I'll order a meal. So I had a backup plan. I go out with my wife. I'm not doing that. We're going out right. for dinner, and that's that. So I'm like, I'm going to try the blackened salmon. And I had it with uh, with spinach. It was phenomenal, but it was made perfectly. But that's it. Other than that, I don't like any of sea bass. Ugh, it's the smell. I can't take it. Lobster I don't like, although I like shrimp. I don't like lobster. Anything I got to douse in butter I don't want. Yeah, I mean, I... Lobster's all right, but I don't know why people go crazy for it. It doesn't seem to have a taste other than the butter. Right. You're dipping it in. Which I guess you could make the case the same as popcorn. <laughs> but I don't know. I There's just any other fish that you would have, like swordfish. No, I don't like the tuna. I like tuna fish, but I don't like tuna. Not the red tuna? No, no, not at all. It actually makes me queasy. Really? Yeah. Like a um, seared red tuna no, makes you queasy? I can't. See, like, why is that? Why do we have different The same way likes? you want to gag with the mayonnaise? Yeah. That, why do we have that? Different likes and dislikes. I don't know. I don't. It's a great question. I don't know. But if I liked more fish, I think it would be easier to eat that way. What about a scallop? Boring. There's nothing to it. There's nothing to it. You're right. There's nothing to it. It tastes like whatever seasoning they put yeah, on it. Right. Exactly. Other than that, it's just like round, white, nothing. Do you have an air fryer at home? Yeah. I don't use it. You don't? No. I I use mine now in the summer because I don't like to put I don't like to turn the oven on when it's warm. Sure. So that's only I, I this summer I started using it. I wasn't using it very often. Okay. But I like it. The only problem is like I got a small one. Yeah, so do we. That's why I don't use it. I'm cooking for four. Right. <laughs> it's useless. My brother gave us this awesome uh pizza maker. It really is it makes I would say, like, restaurant-style flatbread pizza. It is great. But each pizza takes 13 minutes to cook. Well, by the time I make all four of them, the other three are ice cold. Yeah. So it's like I can't make one at a time. It's so, it's as much as nice as it was, it's almost useless to me. Yeah. I'm one person, Jerry, and I have, if I make a sweet potato in there, when that's done, then I put my chicken in. And then when I go to eat, my sweet potatoes are cooked. Now, why do you? Why not just put the sweet potato in the microwave for seven minutes while your chicken's cooking in the air fryer? I like the, like, I, I dice up the uh, sweet potato okay. and put it in there. I like the crispiness it oh, gives okay. it. Yeah, it'd be more mushy in the microwave. Yeah. Which I like. Yeah, but in the, door, like, in the winter, when I turn, when I put the oven on, I put them both in at the same time. And I know they have those air fryers now with dual... Oh, they really? like, yeah, but, but now another contraption you need a giant one on your counter, right? Which, which I don't have terrible. counter space. Yeah. I have a very tiny kitchen, Jerry. Very tiny. Let's do the warm up program. Yeah. 
I did that with CeeLo. We'll be back here tomorrow on a Thursday, Jerry, uh, where CeeLo and I will do 5 to 6, and you and Gio will do 6 to 10 again. So... What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 18 days until the Giants kick off the season against the Cowboys. The Giants stuck him in the Holy cow! The home of New York Giants football. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, good morning over there. Uh, my name is Al Dukes, and when you hear me speaking first, that means Jerry is uh, not in. He will be in at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. He's filling in for Mr. Boomer Sison today. So it'll be uh, Gio and Jerry, as it uh, is all week. I've got CeeLo with me. Good morning, CeeLo. Good morning. I mean, this has kind of become our norm here oh, yeah. for most of the summer. I yes. would say there have been less Jerry Recco warm-up shows than there have been... Jerry Recco included warm-up shows, yes? Or at least, uh, well like, like uh, yeah, <laughs> some people It is uh, early, Eddie. Words. We're just starting here, okay? It is called the warm-up show yeah. for a reason. Exactly. We're getting warmed up here. This is where we work out all the kinks. That's right. Uh, before the real show begins. I will say there's probably been very few Al and Jerry warm-up shows. Yeah, that, yes. Then I also take a lot of vacation. That is correct. That is correct. But if I'm here, it means Jerry's not at the warm-up show. Correct. I've done quite a few of them you now. Have, you have done quite since, a few. let's call it the 4th of July. And Eddie is back from uh, Iceland. Uh, he was yesterday. He was yesterday, well. but mm-hmm. I'm saying yes. he's also here. So uh, almost a full uh, show here. Mm-hmm. What's going on with Evan Roberts? Is he because every time I tune in uh, to the afternoon show, he's not there, and then there's discussions of his illness. Is what they're oh, saying? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I just assumed he was on vacation. No, he's that's Ill? what I thought. He is ill. Oh, I do. I did. I did not know that. So he tweeted something that foot and mouth disease is uh, no joke. Oh, okay. And then the Tommy said. He doesn't have foot and mouth disease. Oh, he doesn't. So I don't know if this is a, like a running gag by them. It probably. It's a, some, I would imagine it's a bit. But mm-hmm. something, he definitely seems ill. Do you, know, do you know the proper term for hand, foot, and mouth disease? No. Coxsackie. Oh, that's what Coxsackie is. Yes. I guess he doesn't have that, but he has something. I'll tell you what. I got it, and my father got it when my oldest son uh, was just a couple of years old. It wasn't pleasant. The kids, yes. the kids give you that? Yeah. What are the symptoms of Coxsackie? Um, well, the most obvious one that's annoying is you get like, um, what's the right word? Not not like sores or pimples, but like 
these little bumps all over your, you can get it all over your body that are like, they're just like annoying. They're painful. Not like sharp pain, but sort of like, um, I don't know, almost like as if you had uh, like a splinter or something, that okay. kind of feel. Yeah. And they can get it under your nails, on your feet. It's just very uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, I mean, and not the end of the world, but it's not pleasant. Can you get it on your schween? I, I believe you can. I did not, Does but it, I believe you can. If you touch a body part, if you have it on your fingers and you touch another you body part. It? Yeah. I don't. Pock Saki. Opening myself up to all sorts of medical misinformation here. I don't think so. I I don't think it's spread that way. I mean, obviously, it's the getting it is contagious because mm-hmm. you get it from your kids. They usually bring it home either from daycare, from school, so on and so forth. Know what I don't get cocksacky from? My dog. Right, Eddie? That's right. No cocksacky. No cocksacky from the dogs. Mm. They don't give us any of The dog gives you other troubles. Yeah, other problems, but uh, <laughs> other not cocksacky. And pains. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, who is Connor Hughes, by the way? Like um, he works for SNY. Okay, because mm-hmm. I heard in the update Connor Hughes. Yeah, according to something. Connor Hughes, he's got according the Dwayne Brown report. But and I, I generally always, we ID where said report comes from. And I have heard the name Connor Hughes surrounding Jets-related items. Yes. So is he a Jets specialist? He is over there? SNY's NFL insider. Oh. So he does Jets and Giants. Okay. But as you know, the Jets have been a little bit more in the headlines than the Giants have been. They're front this burner. Summer. Yeah. Right Giants now. back burner. Right now they're front burner. He has spent more time, I would say, at Jet Camp than okay. Giant Camp this summer. So that's who Connor Hughes is. Correct. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Yankees have lost against Hilo. Yeah. Now, where were, you, where were you in 1982, <laughs> 41 years ago, when this last happened, the Yankees uh, lost nine in a row? I was uh, a swimmer. You were a sperm? Mm-hmm. What year maybe, were you born? Actually, maybe not even. Right. I don't know what I was. You might have been nothing. Uh Speck of dust. You ever ever think I was where, born in eighty six? Eighty six. Yeah. You ever wondered like where were you in nineteen eighty two? Like past, things were happening. Past life. The Yankees were losing mm-hmm. games. You ever see defending your life? Yes. With, yeah. With Meryl Albert Brooks. and Albert Brooks, the past lives pavilion where you yeah. get to go and see what you did in your previous life. Yeah. 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 I wonder that a lot. Like where? Like I was. He. I was living. Yeah. I was in high school. Yeah. Eddie was alive. Sure. Where were you? D- I not living. <laughs> Old <laughs> sperm <laughs> that's sitting in your testicles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So if you were born in '86 in 1982, you were not a I swimmer. I was not. I guess I don't know. You What's weren't. The, There's no way that that probably that, not. No. That they that, don't last that long. No, right? they don't mm-hmm. last that yeah. long. They so die I don't know off. Where I was. Former life. My seven-year-old, he loves to talk about that. In my past life, I think I was like, I don't know where he got that from. He thinks he's He's never seen Defending Your Life. He doesn't know anything about that. He's just, I don't know, he's put together that he must have lived before. There is is a uh, interesting, I'm trying to think where I saw it. There's videos definitely on YouTube of uh, children who believe they have had past lives. And they they, like can really tell you what went on. And when they've taken these children to like say Ireland where the kid thought he lived, he... Felt was very to, comfortable. He's able and, to get his get his way around. He's able to get his bearing straight. <laughs> yeah, interesting. So it is. I just wonder. It's so weird. It's just like like when we die, where do we go? Oh boy, we're gonna get deep here. I'm just saying, like, yeah, you're I, here, either in the ground or and then like tomorrow, the wall. tomorrow, let's say you don't come in. We're like, where's yeah, Silo? He right. died. He's dead. So right. where is he? <laughs> we don't know. The body or the soul? I guess the soul. Yeah. I like, don't where know. is your soul go? Don't know. Great question. My sister uh, told me, uh, my sister used to work in a, a veterinary office okay. when she was a kid because she wanted, uh, back then she wanted to be a vet. And she said um, she one time had to assist in them putting down a cat. Ugh. 
And she said it was an unbelievable life and death experience, even with an animal. She, she said when that cat went out, you could feel a soul leaving. Wow. Even in a cat. That is heavy. Yeah, very heavy. Uh. Back to the Yankee Silo. <laughs> It's going to end for everyone at some point. <laughs> right. right? Come to grips with it. Not the Yankee losing streak. <laughs> the Yankees have now lost nine straight games. By the way, we think that's heavy. You yeah. asked me where I was in 82. How about yeah. what's up next? What is up next? Should they lose tonight? Oh, so when's the last time they lost 10 in a row? You didn't see this no, in your I didn't, research? No, I did not. Morning? You want to take a guess? 1918. Close. Ooh. 1913. 1913. Which was their first year of being called ah. the Yankees. I hope they get it. I Yankee hope they get the record. Yankee Stadium wouldn't be built for another 10 years. Wow. So even those crummy teams, because the Yankees had a lot of crummy teams yeah, over the years. Right. Not a single 10-game skid. Wow. 19. 13. And who's going to take that history out to the mound tonight Who? on the shoulders? Luis Severino. Nice. Good luck to you, son. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm rooting. Unfortunately, I'm rooting the against them because yeah. I want the records. For the Nats. Yeah. Yeah. I'm rooting right. for the Nationals. We talked. How about, I remember yesterday. Oh, Yankees are heavy favorites. I think it went off at like minus 180. Jerry called for a blowout. Not so much. Not so much. Ah! Two freaking I, hits. I think even if you're a Yankee fan. If you want real things to happen, you've got to keep hoping for losses. I, listen, at this point. I, I mean, yeah, you got to hope. I right? don't think real things are going to happen. But at this point, I mean, what does winning against the Nationals do for you? Very little. So I saw him like, okay, the Yankees lost again. Let me look at the box score. Mm. That's what I did when I got in this morning. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let me look at the score. Yeah, what went on? They yeah. lost. Right. Let me look at the box score. I'm like, two hits. Right. And I go, okay. Oh, I remember those two youngsters were playing. Yeah. Uh, Oswald Peraza and. Everson Pereira. Yeah, 0 for 7 with a walk. Yeah, so I looked at them like, ah, oh, not good. Then I was like, wait a minute, only two hits. And I'm just looking down the Yankee lineup for hits. Zero, 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 zero. But I get to uh, Ben Rordvet. <laughs> he had both hits for the Yankees? Did he have two hits all season coming oh, into the know. game last night? He had both hits for the Yankees. Yeah. I guess one of them was at. a home run as well. That's correct. It's unbelievable. So the Mets and the Yankees combined for three runs, and they came on two swings of the bat last night. That's all. I mean, you could have. You want to talk about just getting the cliff notes of what yeah. went on? I mean, that's all you need right there. Unbelievable. Ben Rortvedder went two for two to raise his batting average to a robust 136. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ben in that locker room. I'm like, uh, I don't know what you guys are doing. See. I had all the hits last night. I'm like, what are you guys he, doing? What is your part? He had, coming into last night's game, he had four hits all year. Nice. Good so. job by him. Ben, Roar, how do you say? Roar-vert? Roar-vet. Roar-vet. Yeah. Ben Roardvet. 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 He was in that Hi. Josh Donaldson trade. Hi, I'm Ben right. Roardvet. I'm here to hit. I'm just doing nothing but getting hits for the Yankees. The rest of the team can't do diddly poo. <laughs> That was crazy. All right, so we're rooting for a Yankee loss tonight, I mean, even if you're the, a Yankee why fan. Why the hell have to. not? Yeah, I you mean, what to. are we doing here? Listen, let the kids play. Let them get a bunch of hits. I don't root for uh, Peraza and Pereira to go for seven with a walk. You know, you root for them and Volpe to do some things, but they don't need to win. What does it matter? Do you think what percentage of the Yankee players that are currently uh, on the team mm-hmm are aware that this losing streak is of historic proportions now. What percent yeah. of the current roster? Yeah. Do you think like oh, everyone in the locker room knows this? It's got to be north of 90. Okay. Was that, was that me? Is that me, Eddie? Uh, yes, it was. Oh, That's right. your computer. That's good now. I would say north of 90%. Really? 
Because I feel like the NFL guys have no idea what's going on. You think the baseball players know his, history things and the managers, like, do you think Aaron Boone's like, we're about to get to 1913 territory? I don't know that he's going to say that to them, but I think that it's – I think about all the people in their lives, social media. Like, I know some of them claim they're not on it, but right. you think I'm not they saying are. they're like, hey, let me go look and see how long it's been. But I think it makes its way to them somehow. Oh, and know another way, maybe? Like, you get a, a reporter going there and go, you know, if you uh, you guys are on a that, Nike yep. losing streak, hasn't happened since 1982. Get that as well. well what, are you, what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts? How does that make you feel? I would, if I was the re- if I was like a Ken Rosenthal type, I'd be like, I know you weren't alive in 1982. Where do you think you were? None of them. They have no None of them were alive. I mean, think of it. It's over 40 years ago, oh. so obviously, no. 1982 was 41 years ago. Yeah. Damn. So, you know, unless you're like... I don't know. Is there any 41? I guess there are Rich, two. Rich, Rich Hill's got to be one of them. And uh, the pitcher for the Cardinals, Wayne. Oh, Adam Wainwright? Those okay. are the only two That's that it. were alive. Wow. <laughs> Did you see that in a story or Had something? Had to be on Sports, Center. Sports Center? This morning. Wow. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> okay. Well, Yankees well, uh, Nationals tonight, 7.05. Well, get excited. 6.25 pregame on the fan and the yeah. free Odyssey app, Al. Then uh, the Mets, uh, the Mets win or lose. They lost. I just turned Vogelback. That was it. Oh, Vogelback. Uh, they they did. They did uh, plunk Pete Alonso again last yeah, night. Yeah, now, they did. And nothing. Pete, Pete didn't even give just, a stare down. That's how you do it. Just walk to his base. You show him it didn't even hurt. You just up and put the now, bat down and take my little uh, shin guard off, and I'll take my base. Now, do you think he felt he deserved to get hit because he yeah. got hit by uh, this fella? Um, uh, Bryce Elder, this fella, who is the same pitcher that Pete taunted earlier. I don't in the remember year. that. What did he do when he taunted him? He yelled, Taunt, "Taunted him!" I just hit that Jersey accent hard. Yeah, he he hit a home run off him, uh-huh. and then I guess somebody was chirping, and he was yelling back, "Throw it again! Throw it again!" Like, give me the same pitch, I'll oh, whack oh, it yeah, out of the yeah, park yeah, again. Okay. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. yeah, that was the same uh, dude. He just boom. I mean, he gets hit so much, and the Mets get hit so much that I mean, when's enough enough? Right, and last night's they're down two nothing. Top four, you got first base open, bang right in the ribs. Who's the, the best back. best player on the Braves? Um, Ronald Acuna Jr. Let's hit him. Right I mean, in listen, the they got a lot of. You could make the case he's one of the best players in baseball. I mean, they oh. have a deep roster, so I would could say he... Acuna. Uh, Matt Olson's having a great year, first baseman. Let me see who's pitching for the Mets tonight, too. Though, do you happen Jose to know? Jose Quintana is pitching tonight. Is he a strong? No, he's a crafty mm. finesse lefty. Yeah. That's going to be a problem. Does not, doesn't throw particularly hard at this stage of his career. Because Ronald Acuna Jr. looks like he could you know, fight. Here's the problem with Ronald Acuna Jr. Every time he gets hit, he yeah. goes down like he just got shot by a sniper. <laughs> and it takes him forever to get up off the ground. So Always the opposite down. of what Alonzo did last night. Okay, so yeah. he really milks it. He does. At least the, the, one, the times I've seen. And I know that fans of other teams, it, it bothers them. Once the Mets are out of it like they are, it's time to... To pay back all the teams that hit our players throughout the season. Just go around drilling everybody. Go around the league. Just start Mm. plunking dudes. Sure. Why not? Where's the best place to plunk somebody where you send a message, but you're not looking to injure somebody? I would say the the buttocks. The butt cheek? Mm -hmm. What about Uh. back thigh? Yeah, like the back I mean, of look, the, back, the hamstring I bet, area. Back, I, I, the reason I say butt is because it's usually squat. You got more meat there. Yeah. yeah hamstring, thigh. Yeah. You want to stay away from the knee. The hip can be painful. Ribs is tough. Lower Obviously, back, the head and the neck. Yeah, yeah you can't go. Uh, yeah, between the numbers, they say. But you I mean, you feel that, man. Oh, absolutely. You get you one. Feel of, it you in get the one of the. You get one of the ass. Nah, come on. You get a. You get a nice black and blue. You barely feel that. <laughs> so you're, you're good to go. Side of the thigh. Yeah. One of those moves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Well, let's start doing that. I once, my good friend as, uh, like, in, you know, the Little League years, or I guess we were teenagers, maybe we were playing, like, you know, junior, senior ball, and I, he <laughs> he drilled me in the same spot twice in the same week. He was your friend. Yeah, not on purpose, just the way it went, you know, and I had such a bruise. It was, when I say same spot, it basically they, like, joined together to make it was like one bruise and then the second was right next to it and came together to make like this massive one yeah giant bruise all different blues and purples and then eventually turned yellow you get those bruises that turn yellow yeah i hate a yellow bruise yeah usually takes a few days yeah a black and that's why they call it black and blue right you get a yellow bruise is disgusting that's a bad one and uh justin verlander did you see this last night i I saw the highlights of alex cora going nuts on the umpire i did not see the verlander part but i saw your your note here yeah Yeah, so i guess that verlander was near somebody's microphone oh this uh, this wasn't a lip read this is on a hot mic this is on a hot mic you actually can't even see the lip read (laughs) because what happened is justin verlander i guess was having problems with the pitch com which happens yeah and wanted uh another pitch com i guess Uh and it was taking so long that Alex Cora came out to be like, isn't that a ball? Yeah, like at this point, here, right? the, the, all the time. And uh, he told them to... F blunt. off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Good he told them. Good for him. Yeah. As he was walking away, he, it was caught on open mic. It was awesome. great. Tremendous. And then Cora got run eventually, just screaming at the home plate. It was a Boone-esque. Went out, he was drawing lines in the box, you know, pointing fingers, the whole thing. So, Is it in a separate incident or this pitch com I incident? I think separate because, I mean, this wasn't pitch com related. This was strike zone related. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. And Houston's taking the first two of that series. Yeah. All right. So uh, some X-Mets mixing it up, uh, mm, CeeLo. Yes. Let's take a quick break here. When we come back, let's do a little football. Let's do a little Jets, <laughs> the Raiders. Let's do a little. I got a couple of other items here items. that I don't want to just spoil by saying Notes. what it is. And then at the top of the hour, Gio will be here with Mr. Jerry Recco. Oh, hi there. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with CeeLo today. we got Eddie in the uh, producer room over there. We're rocking out to some Rolling Stones. The producer room. The producer room. Okay. That's what I call it. Not have the you, other side of the glass. I, I don't do Have that. you ever used producer room before? No. Okay. I just thought of it. Look at our boy Brian Jones here on CBS Sports Network wearing the uh, seafoam green. Oh, they just went away from him. Okay, never mind. He still has that weird beard, though. It's not weird. It looks great. Well, he looks like he's 100 years old. Well he's kept. white. Nah, man. He's in, he's in tremendous shape. Eh. Dresses well. Rocking the beard. He's got the modern glasses on. He's good to go. All right. Fair enough, CeeLo. Fair enough. Uh, so uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to play Saturday against the Giants. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I am going to set a phone alarm because I'm going to watch this. Also working in your favor. Isn't it like a 6 o'clock 6 game? o'clock start, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I am going to watch that, um, at least watch the first, whatever. I'm going to watch until Aaron Rodgers leaves. So he uh, puts the ball cap on and Correct. puts the headset on and yeah. takes the rest of the night off. Yeah. I guess uh, Robert Sala was asked, you know, why is he uh, throwing uh, Aaron Rodgers out there it's to the Wolves? It's a silly line of questioning, to be quite honest. Is that right? Yeah. What's so silly about because it? Because there are other teams that are playing their starters. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? We don't care about them. Well, we care about... The New York Jets reaching the Super Bowl okay. this year. Did Daniel Jones play last week? He did. Okay. Very dangerous. Were there any like, well, why are you why are you stuff why are you playing Daniel Jones? Was there any of that? No. He makes forty million dollars now. He's the starting quarterback. That is true. Okay. Well, we heard he he gained ten pounds of muscle. Yeah. 
So, I mean. So, I would expect him to be playing. He's I got get, extra muscles. I understand Rodgers hasn't played in the preseason in a while, but he was in a with the same team, mostly the same teammates, same offense, all those things that it's like, okay, I know what I'm doing here. This is a different situation. Now, Rob Sala said he didn't want Aaron Rodgers' first time on the field at MetLife Stadium to be September 11th versus the Bills. It's a fair reasoning as well. Well, I mean, every football stadium is pretty much the same, eh, I feel just, like. You know, the environment, the, the process of going through a game rep, right? Getting yourself ready to play and actually, I mean, think about that. You already got guys like Beningo telling you it's a must-win week one. Not that He's Rob right. Sala really cares, even though he did play golf with Joe, and Joe told him that. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a big game right out of the gate. You can't ease your way in. You only yeah. get 17 of them, Al. And as Gio has uh, talked about uh, multiple times, that uh, Aaron Rodgers, the last few years. Yeah, terrible the, at the start. Terrible starts right. uh, to the season. Yeah. And we are not going to stand for that here. No. So do not do not get off to a terrible start. There's no time to be knocking off the rust on the fly. No. Because no. if you go in and to your own uh, stadium and lose to the Bills, we're going to get same old Jets calls to, on uh, or if, Tuesday morning. Forget lose to the Bills, but yeah. if the offense is... Sputtering. Not good, then the defense is holding them up like they did for a lot of last year. Now, I know they had their bad moments as well. But when they were above 500, it wasn't a whole lot of what was happening with the offense outside of Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. What we're going to get, though, CeeLo, is if Aaron Rodgers struggles, we're going to get offensive line blame. That's nah, what we're not getting. necessarily. Oh, yes. You know, it depends on what the what the context of the struggles are. Yeah, if he has no time to throw and he's getting his butt kicked, sure. What do you expect of uh, Makai Becton on uh, Saturday evening? Um, I expect he seems to be on the right path and trajectory, so as long as his knee feels good and doesn't have some other injury pop up. And when he's healthy, he's clearly a you know a dominant blocker. He's going to be at right tackle. Yes, uh, coming off an outstanding performance against the Bucks. Now, granted, against not their top pass rushers, but as far as the amount of snaps he played, his effectiveness, and seemingly his confidence now, those are all heading in the right direction. Do you think he and Aaron Rodgers went to lunch yet? Remember in the last week's Hard Knocks, they were talking about uh, grabbing lunch. Yes, Mekhi Becton mentioned yesterday that they are starting to have lunch together. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers. done it a couple times now, it sounds like. Trying to pump him up. Yeah, taking him under his wing, you know, getting on the same page. Who do you think Things eats more, Mekhi Becton or Aaron I mean, Rodgers? I think we all know the answer to that question. Mekhi Becton. Yeah, probably by a pretty wide margin. I saw a weird thing about uh, Heidi Klum, the uh, model. Mm-hmm. She says she only eats 900 calories a day. Wow. But then I saw, but then she also revealed her weight and something ain't adding up. Okay. Because she said she only eats 900 calories a day, much less than Makai Becton. Sure. And she weighs 138 pounds. How tall is she? You don't know. 5'11. I mean, it's pretty tall. 900 calories a day, I would think she'd weigh 105 pounds. Something know, ain't adding up here, CeeLo. Okay, so you're calling, you're saying fake news on something, that? Something, yeah. Some, some sort of missing. Fake, something is missing. She's not counting some calories. Something's missing, all right. Because you're not eating 900 calories consistently and weighing 138 like, pounds. You know, basically half of a regular diet, right? 2,000 yeah. is the number, so actually slightly less than Yeah, half. 2,000. You're supposed to have 2,000 calories well, a day. Well, that's what the nutrition facts are always based on. Yes. I don't know that you're supposed to. I think it depends on who you are, what your metabolism is, your age, your activity level, all of those things. I see. But 2,000 is like the, the benchmark, the okay. default number. Uh, Rob Sala, also in his questioning about why uh, Aaron Rodgers is playing, said uh, you can't coach scared. Yeah. 
then I love this. He goes, you could slip out of your car yeah. and have something happen I to say you. this all the time. My wife worries about things. Like our son's playing football, and I'm like, he's a seven-year-old boy. Like, I understand, yes, helmets, concussions, maybe there's more probability, more likelihood, but like, you, I watch them in my home get hurt running around. My little, he runs into the corner of a countertop all the time. So what are we supposed to do? He can't, he can't move around in the house? Like, things happen. Yeah, I think it's different with kids. Like, saying Aaron well, Rodgers. That's one example. But saying Aaron Rodgers could get hurt stepping out of he his could. car. We've had right, guys that get hurt at home. It's not likely. Okay. Having 300-pound uh, men muscular and in great shape. You tell me he can't play a couple speed, series. I'm just saying it's not the same as going, you can get hurt anywhere. Yeah. Well, you could fall down in your kitchen. Yeah, you could. But yeah. what are the statistical chances uh, of that versus just, playing quarterback uh, in sorry. the NFL. I can't, I just can't get held up on these things. These I guys don't. get paid to play football. If they feel, if he feels and Salah feels and the offense feels like he needs a couple of series to get ready for the season, that's what you do. What's next? Baseball players aren't going to play spring training games. I like it. See, I like where yeah. you're going with and, this. Okay. I'm sure that that'll lead to less injuries once the season starts. I gotta tell you this. Silly. If Aaron Rodgers gets hurt within the first month, I'm retiring. <laughs> I can't take your phone calls. I mean, I cannot. Not after what happened with the Mets That's this it. year. He's going to send Alan to early retirement. He's not going to get the full full retirement package. <laughs> I'm not going to. I can't. The Mets had two pitchers that everyone knows. We were riding high. Gone. The Yankees have a losing streak since you were not even a sperm. That's right. Like you and the next one is going to be, you know, there's very few people left on earth that were alive to have seen it. You were four years away from being a sperm. Correct. You were in a zygote, which is the little, a zygote, Eddie, that's when the egg oh and the yeah. sperm meet and become one. Correct. That's a zygote. Hmm. You were years from being a zygote. Yeah, but I mean, you got to be a sperm before you're a zygote. Right. So you're going in the wrong direction, actually, right, with right. your... Comparison. Right. There. Good yeah. point. Mm-hmm. You are not even a sperm. I don't know what's before sperm. Don't know. I don't know. I don't I, think there I, is anything. Right. You cease to exist. Yeah. Hmm. Before you're a sperm, you're the fluid that you're carries nothing. the sperm. The fluid that carries the Right. Sperm. Okay. Which I forget from health class what that Which, is called. Yeah. Well, but that's what you are. need to go there. That's what you were. Yeah. The last time. So if Aaron Rodgers and this whole jet thing don't work out, I mean, to the point where I mean, like, by Halloween, we're not talking about the Jets. Sure. That's it. Al's done. Retirement. Put a posting up for his job. <laughs> Al's retiring. Many people internally, externally, there'll be a lot of interviews. A lot of interviews. Spike and company, Boomer and Geo have to sit down. You're going to have Forrest Boomer in the middle of football season to have to deal with interviews for yes. your executive producer. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because uh, it has something has to work out. For the local team where we think it's going to work has out. Has to? Yes. Mm-hmm. Has really? to. Or, how about this? Okay, let me take back my retirement yeah, for a moment. Let's do that. Yeah. If the Jets and Giants are losers by Halloween. You're like done. That's it. You need one of the men. Right. Because mm-hmm. I could, listen, if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt early and the Jets flop, I'll turn right my attention Daniel right Jones to Daniel Jones. Giants, is the greatest. Yeah. Look at him. Fraudulent five. Yeah. yeah. I'll be all about our, uh, Daniel Jones. Yep. But do they both flop? That's it. You're out of here. <laughs> I am. I'm not doing it. Out of here. I'll quit. I will quit, CeeLo. It's like Sal said. 
and I'll come walking back in when things get back get when the teams get it back together. That's right. When Aaron Boone gets fired, unfortunately, I could see Buck Show Walter gets fired. No, both teams are not going to be out of it. They're not. I mean, define out of it. Out of it, like we expect losses every week. That's out. Of okay, it. all right. Yeah, no, I wouldn't go that far. Where it's like, oh, here comes a big loss. We're expecting it. But I could see both teams struggling with the early schedules that they have. I know. Everyone's talking about those early schedules, man. I don't know about everybody. I hear a lot of positivity and optimism. I'm, I'm, I think I feel like oh. I've been playing the role of realist when I look at what both teams are yeah, facing. Yeah, I think uh, Jerry has brought it up to me yeah. as well, this uh, idea that the schedules not easy. for both teams are yeah. not great. For the Jets, it's opponent-based. For the Giants, I think it's more the logistics. Oh, like uh, a, lot, a lot of away games early? Well, like, I mean, okay, they open up Cowboys. We're used to that. But then right out of the gate, next week you go to Arizona. All right, fine. Not so much the opponent, but it's a road game. And then they got to stay out there and play the Niners on a Thursday night. Yeah, right. You know I mean? Short week so Niners? Like, if you lose week one to the Cowboys, if, I'm not saying they will, Okay, that week two game becomes paramount. Because right. then you, you can't expect. Stranger things have happened. Could they go and win Thursday night in Santa Clara against the Niners? Sure. But that's going to be a tough, assuming, of course, nothing drastic happens with either team between now and then. It's a tough spot. Maybe for that uh, game against the Niners, just for the one game, we bring Eli Manning back. Because remember that game where he just got beat down by the Do Niners? Remember, it was he the, kept it hanging was the in NFC there. NFC Championship game, yes. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Boomer often points to that game as like, the ultimate Eli Manning Yes, game. that's up there in the legacy. Right? I mean, certainly the Super Bowl performances. Oh, sure. But I would say that NFC title game more so than the one they won in Green Bay to get to the first Super Bowl. I mean, he played very well in that game. Remember, that was the, the freezing game, Coughlin with the red face and the cold. Yeah, I thought Coughlin's nose was going to fall right. off. But the Eli performance against the Niners that day. Yeah. Yes, the thing of legends. Yeah, he yeah. just kept getting popped and getting right, right back That's up. That's right. Yeah. That's why you need a lanky quarterback. I, I, I don't know. See, to me, he's considered more lanky than he was. You think in reality, he not so. Of, he had plenty of thickness. He did. Yeah. Okay. Quick break here, Sila. When oh. we return, a couple more football notes, and then I got a couple of uh, um, uh, fringe sports notes. For, oh, I love a good fringe yeah, sports Yeah, fringe note. sports notes. And then uh, Gio and Jerry Recco will be here at uh, 6 o'clock. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al. I'm with CeeLo. I'm with Eddie Scazzeri. And we're with Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Give me three steps towards the door. Now, I'm going to play this quickly, CeeLo. We're not going to drag this out. Quickly, all right. We're not going to drag this out. I'm going to go eight games into the season. You're going to just tell me win, loss, toss-up. Oh, we'll play the game. I thought yeah. you were going to play me a piece of audio or no, something. No, no, no. Okay. Which, got, which team are we doing? We're going to do the Giants. The Giants. This okay. is your New York Giants. Yes. You're just going to top of your head. That's a win. No, just that's a loss. Reaction. Can't that's a toss-up. Got it. That's a toss-up. Oh, how toss-up is How about we just do win-loss? No. Win-loss, toss-up. Toss up? Fine. Because I want to see how, how many of these games are like legit toss-ups. Okay. Cowboys, Giants. Toss-up. Giants, Cardinals. Win. Giants, Niners. Loss. Seahawks, Giants. Toss-up. Giants, Dolphins. Toss-up. Giants, Bills. Toss-up. Commanders, Giants. Toss-up. Wow. (laughs) 
Jets, Giants. Toss up. Wow. I mean, wow. You you disagree? I don't know. I was going so fast. Here, that I wasn't eight, though, was it? It felt like. It was one, two, seven. three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It oh, was well, eight. All right. You got to eight. It was eight. eight. A lot of toss up. The only wins you gave me was Cardinals. That was it. That was it. The I rest gave you one were... win, one loss, and six toss ups. Wow. I'm sure if you, someone will disagree. Like they're home against the Seahawks, but that's a team that historically under Pete Carroll has traveled and played very well in one Eastern games when they come East. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when they come East, when they travel. What do I expect of Geno Smith uh, year two as the starter? I don't know. It's also a Monday night game. Colin Coward doesn't think he could win uh, AFC yeah, championship. Yeah, I saw that. I don't either. I don't, I actually, it's impossible. So. I'm with Colin, though. If you were in the <laughs> AFC in the 1980s, you still in the a- AFC to me. <laughs> yeah, he's like you. Still I'm living in him. the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Let me do a quick one with the Jets, Silo. Okay. Toss up. Win, loss, toss up. You toss-up. should also include where the game is, to be fair. Well, what, what I'm giving you is the uh, the road team first. Are you? Oh, okay. Yeah, I got so it. I go, I if, right. if, I, if I go, for example, Bills, Jets, yeah, Jets that means are Jets are got home. It. Ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. Win, loss, toss up, CeeLo. Bills, Jets. Toss up. Jets, Cowboys. Toss up. Patriots, Jets. I'm going to give them a win, and that's that's what I'm talking that's about. That's a lot because they haven't beat them in like eight years. Chiefs, Jets. Toss up. Jets, Broncos. Better be a win. Eagles, Jets. Toss up. Jets, Giants. Toss up. This is my. This is what a Swiss, toss this up. Is to, me. This is me. What a toss you're, up you're, year we got this here. This is Switzerland at his finest wow. right here. That's what. That's what that is. We have got. And by lot. the way, I gave them a win in Denver, which is usually no picnic. <laughs> right, <laughs> traveling to Denver. Yeah, with the Sean Payton angle. Yes. Uh, very uh, prevalent. Yes, mm-hmm. very interesting. See mm-hmm. though, very interesting. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have named uh, Baker Mayfield <laughs> their starting quarterback. God, I just how many so over under. In what week? Well, let me think. Uh, over under. Where he's no longer the starting well, yeah, where quarterback? Where Kyle Trask gets his first start. Six. I was going to say five. Week six. Oh, okay. yeah. So, so five over. full weeks. He's week Kyle six. Trask week six. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be an ugly season. We know this going in yeah. as as Bucks people. I did order a Buccaneers hoodie yesterday online. By the way, week six is perfect. They've got a week five bye. The, oh, you know, we come out of the bye. We'll make a change. Right. Give them two weeks to get Home ready. game, week six. Perfect. Yeah, there you go. Oh, and week six is when they're wearing those sweet throwback creamsicles. Uh, cream How about that? Against, so, against Dan Campbell's kneecap biting lines. Yeah, so we don't think Baker Mayfield's going to make it to the creamsicle uniforms. Oh, he'll be wearing it just <laughs> on the sideline. He won't be getting dirty that week. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so I did already buy a, a Bucks hoodie because I uh, it's the old helmet on it. Yeah. I do, do not expect to be following a lot of Buccaneer no, games this year, No, you bought it for the old logo. I did. I bought it for the old to... logo. The 80s. There you go. Really, 1976 is when they but, started. But it carried but into the well into the 80s, yeah? They were in the championship game championship game in 1979. How about that? Yeah. It was like a 9-6 game they lost to the Rams. Before the last nine-game losing streak for the Yankees. Yes. Hmm. Just before the last nine-game losing streak for huh. the Yankees. Now, there was a huge brawl in Eagles-Colts oh, practice. Brew-ha. A brouhaha, yeah. if you will. Uh, and I love the Eagles uh, running back, Kenneth Gainwell. Did he you? He said, we're a team. We aren't going to let anybody come into our house and take over. We'll continue to work hard each and every day. We whoop their ass, though. 
And they play each other this Thursday, tomorrow night. Yes, usually these joint practices <laughs> culminate with a preseason matchup. Yeah. After they, I mean, and uh, that Kelsey brother, Jason, Jason Kelsey. Yes. He even said I was a little aggressive. Yeah, I just rolled that audio in. Oh, he you did. He took 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 the blame. He took did the hit. Yeah, he took the hit, but it got uh, got Tempers nasty. Flare. And by the way, his brother's been mixing it up at Chiefs camp. All he's Is that taking right? a couple swings at teammates. At teammates, Travis. Yeah. Well, at least and Jason same deal. Can... I got to be better. I got to be better teammates. Those Kelsey brothers run hot under the collar. I guess so. But at least if you're going to take a swing at another play, a player, make it be somebody right. on the other team. Well, that you actually have to be practicing against another team in order for Good that to point. happen. Yeah. And yeah. if you're not, take a swing at whoever's in front oh, of you. That's right. Let's get some swings in. Let's get some punches in. The old punch the helmet <laughs> usually goes well. Never quite yeah. understood that. Punching of the helmet? Yeah. With your either bare hand or gloved yeah. hand. Yeah. That's when you're what really are you frustrated. Do except hurt yourself. Yeah. You're right. I'd be a tough guy if I was in a full football uniform. Be yeah. like, punch me. Right. Basically the Michelin man over here. Do whatever you want. Yeah. I remember the Buffalo Bills had a quarterback. Eddie, you'll remember him. Joe Ferguson. Remember him? I remember a... 80s? 80s, yeah. yeah. Before Jim, prior to Jim Kelly getting sure. there. I remember Joe Ferguson one time threw an interception, and when he tackled the guy, he was trying to get in the guy's face masks to get uh, to... Well, at least back then, <laughs> the face masks were, you know, not as large yes. and expansive, so you could get in there. You could get in there. Yeah. Eye gouge, headbutt. Sure. <laughs> Might even be able to fit a full fist through Maybe. There. I remember Especially him getting... the, the kicker and the punter with the oh, one... Oh, yeah, those the, guys. The old one bar. What was that doing, honestly? Yeah. Like, if I was uh, playing like, in that... Sean Landetta, I think, used to have that. I mean, not the only guy, but, like, I, it comes to mind. The but, one bar face yeah. mask. By the way, Joe Theismann wore it yeah, when no right. one else was wearing yes. it. Yes. I would have got... If I, Lawrence Taylor probably was, like, punching him right. That smells to me if the league nose. said, you got to have something. Yeah. So just one throw the one bar in there, and away we go. Let's go, Thiesman. And Joe Ferguson beat Dan Marino in Marino's first start in the Orange Bowl. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I like that Joe Ferguson. Poor Eddie. He was a quality It was a shootout, though. Tortured. Oh, is that right? Fan. I oh. think it might have even been over up. time. I, in Marino's I, uh, first, first game? First start. Wow. First start. Joe Ferguson so was like, he who's didn't this start punk? from day one? I think he started either week four or week five. Then his first win was the next week against the Jets, the last Jets-Dolphins game <laughs> in Shea Stadium. <laughs> and I was there, and they burned Richard Todd at effigy in the upper deck. That's not nice. I loved Richard Todd, man. <laughs> to be clear, not the person. Not the real yeah, Richard yeah, Todd yeah. in effigy. What does that mean, uh, Eddie, in symbolism? Correct. Got All me. right, which game am I looking for here? Buffalo? Buffalo. Yeah, Bills in Miami as early. Shootout. Week six. Now, he did get – there were some stats here in week three and five. I'm not sure if they were starts. Well, that was a Monday night coming in against the Raiders, I believe. Ooh, right? Right? Yeah, yeah, Raiders and then yeah, Saints he yeah, got but in. he did not – right. All right, so Bills, we've got – Just give me the score there. Let's see what the shootout October was. October 9th, 83, and they lost 38-35. Not, look, at, that, look at Eddie. That's but a not game. overtime. Uh, I don't – let me see here. I'd love to go back hey, and no, rewatch. It was, was overtime. Bang. I'll rewatch that whole thing. Bills field goal in overtime. And I'm trying to get, let me see, Marino's number. And look at Ferguson's number. Come on. Ferguson was the man. What am I blind? Here we go. You the man on the man. On the man. Ferguson was 38 of 55 for 419, five touchdowns and a pick. Marino, 19 of 29, 322, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Tremendous. Mark Clayton threw a 48-yard touchdown pass in that game for the See, Dolphins. they needed trickery. Go. They needed trickery to beat Joe Ferguson. But, but they didn't beat him. The Bills won. Mike Francesa told Barstool Sports. Oh, so we have to go? Yeah, in my ear. Oh, okay. got to take a break. 
I'll do this on, after on the you other side. You have less than 0% chance on Amy's Sports Minute today. Okay. I won't even take a shot Good. at it then. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, just a few more moments here. I did see, CeeLo, that uh, Mike Francesa, when he was over there at Barstool, he said that uh, it was a mistake for him to uh, come out of retirement. Oh, I didn't think he ever, did he ever admit that before? Probably would have been a good cut for me to have played yesterday. I yeah. did not see that one. Yeah, he said uh, that, I actually have the quote here. He Go said, ahead. that was one of the things, if I could do over... Uh, since I retired, I would not have come back. I didn't like that whole thing. It was a mistake. But you live and learn. Mike is still learning. We still... Always. Right. You always think learn. you're done learning, CeeLo? Never you're too not. old to learn, Al. Never too old Never to learn. Never too old to learn. Until you're in the ground. Right, but there's also <laughs> comes a point where like Mike's got to be like, this is how I am when I have to learn new things. I'm like, I should have learned this already. Like well, He should have known that was a bad idea. How, though? He'd never done it. But he, as he said, he went out perfectly. Mm. He went out on a high note. Yeah, I guess. Sue! Well, he wanted, he liked riding in on the the white Bronco to try and save that's the true. station. That no, that's the, nice. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. He did like that idea. Yeah. But uh, he, I guess he wasn't fully well, it, committed it, to it. It didn't quite go maybe as he had hoped or expected. It did not. But like he said, you live and learn. Uh, go f*** yourself. <laughs> <laughs> How long were they around? The, uh, WFAN, WFAN-FM, WFAN-FM HD1, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app.